0: I got swine flu. By the time you've lived through it, it's just a good story. Hey everybody, welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel. Thanks for listening. My guest today is Sasha Meyerer. Before we get to Sasha, here's a few announcements. Our website is TravelTalesPodcast.com. Go there and you can find stories that I've written, some stories that some of the guests have written. You can find photos of our guests. You can find links to their social media and websites, and you can find links to our social media, and that is, of course... TravelTalesPodcast.com, TravelTalesPodcast on Instagram, TravelTalesPod on X. We have a Facebook page. We have a YouTube channel. Follow us on all those things. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on iHeartRadio, or basically everywhere you get your podcasts. So follow us, subscribe, give us a good rating, too. That helps more people find the show by boosting our presence, and that's a cool thing for you to do. Whatever format you listen on, give us a thumbs up, say some nice things. That's very cool. If you think you'd be right for the show or you know somebody who might be right for the show, or maybe you have some travel questions you want to ask me, or maybe you just want to say nice things, you can write me at TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. That's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. Okay, I met Sasha a few years ago through our friend Sandra Weinacht, who was a guest on the show a few episodes ago. Sasha is a representative of Historic Germany. He works for the Germany Tourism Board, and it's basically an organization that emphasizes travel to some of the lesser-known destinations around Germany. Everybody knows Berlin, everybody knows Munich, and everybody knows uh, the castles down in Bavaria and everything like that, but a lot of people don't travel to some of these smaller or mid-sized cities that he represents, and there's a bunch of them around in every corner of Germany. And it's basically to promote uh, travel to these destinations, cities like Freiburg or Augsburg or Rostock or Potsdam or things like that, Aachen, Bonn, and, and places that are kind of off the beaten path that maybe a lot of tourists and certainly most tourists don't know about. But it's more of an authentic German experience. I mean, I've been to Berlin, I've been to Munich, These are big cities, just like any other big cities, really diverse international places, and they're cool, but if you want some down-home Germany, you got to get out. You got to get out into the smaller places. It's like uh, you say, hey, I went to visit America, but I only went to New York City or NLA. Yeah, it's America, but if if you want to see cowboys, (laughs) which a lot of people want to see when they think of America, uh, you're going to have to get out of the big cities. And that's just the way it is. So uh, Germany is no different. So uh, uh, if you want to see more of what I'm talking about, you can go to historicgermany.com. See photos, watch videos. They, they are on all social media under Historic Germany. Give him a follow. And Sasha is a guy who grew up in one of the smaller towns he represents in Trier, near the western border of Germany. And he's very proud of where he's from, which is a good thing because he promotes it all over the world. I met up with Sasha at his hotel, a very fancy hotel. Ooh, the Intercontinental Downtown Los Angeles. I didn't even know this hotel existed, and I'm recording this right now after he'd left. <laughs> we we're in a meeting room on the 70th, 70th floor. That's 70 where the lobby is. That's how high up we are, and the view is amazing. But Sasha and Historic Germany are hosting a travel event at, downtown here at the Union Station, a whole train theme because exploring Germany by rail is very simple because they have an amazing rail system. It's very easy to get around, and I myself can't wait to check it out. I want to see small-town Germany. I've really never ventured outside the big cities too much, so that would be kind of cool. And having visited Oktoberfest in Munich, which is insane, I mean, it's good to see once, but uh, I would like a little more down-home, mellow kind of beer fest because I love my beer. Those who know me know I like a glass of beer. And uh, if you do love beer, you do have to make a pilgrimage to the Mecca of beer, which is, of course, Germany. And I'll throw in Belgium and the Czech Republic, too. So that's the beer belt, folks. Any of those beer tourists out there and you know who you are, you got to hit those three countries. But first and foremost, go to Germany, the motherland of beer, and check it out and go to these small towns. So it was great seeing Sasha again and catching up. He's a very personable guy, which is important in his line of work and it was great to see him and learn about and promote a region that I got to admit I've never really talked about too much on this program so enjoy my chat with Sasha Myrerer prost <laughs> E R E R.
1: Yes, it's a double E R. I know.
0: Yes, yeah. There's yeah. a the saying in German: stick with one. That's du- double <laughs> is better. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So I know you. Uh, well, give me your title. A bit, I mean, you represent uh, the the tourism board, but not for the main.
1: No, no. So cities. I'm representing, I'm always saying, okay, I'm so I'm in charge for a company called Historic Highlights of Germany. I'm the CEO there, uh, managing director, both of it. Um, and I'm always saying when I'm representing that to the tourism industry that I'm talking to, to the trade sector, to the uh, travel agents, travel advisors, to the two operators, I'm always saying I'm like a small-scale National Tourist Board because I'm <laughs> representing 17 cities in Germany all over Germany. So that's why I have every region on the river, on the land, on the shores of the baltic or the north sea so yeah it's kind of like a small scale national tourist
0: board. i would call it how many years have you been doing that
1: ah uh, so how many years i've been doing this like uh i started in 2010 so what is it now 23 or 13 years Ooh, yeah
0: boy okay yes have you seen uh well of course we all had to deal with uh, the covet uh, that's you know we can leave those two years yeah, out but yeah, said, yeah uh have you seen tourism grow in Germany and especially in the smaller towns, did you represent? Uh, actually, yes,
1: because everybody thinks, okay, I'm not going to the big towns anymore. I'm not going to Berlin and Munich. I'm not going to Paris. I'm not going to London because they are. <laughs> we, we all know that they are crowded. So, and everybody wanted to say, okay, let's go to the smaller towns. They're usually not that crowded. Guess what? Now the small towns are crowded, <laughs> but oh well. It's 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 still nice. Of course, it's it's not like um, they are bursting out of people and all that stuff. It's just like yeah. It's hard to get rooms for the Christmas time at the moment, but if you're traveling next year, you will be fine, of course. course. So
0: we're recording this on December 6th, so I must assume that the Christmas markets are going crazy there right now.
1: Oh, already, yes. So um, usually Christmas markets start around the first advent of the year, um, so they already took off last weekend. Oh. Um, so yeah, it's, it's the Germans are very going crazy about Christmas markets uh, (laughs) nowadays because they feel the warmth, they feel the coziness of the Christmas markets. And uh, I think that's
0: also what we need in these times. (laughs) Of course. But the, uh, the big cities, what is the difference between if I want to go to a Christmas market in Munich as opposed to a smaller town? What will I get differently in those places?
1: I think it's the more... Original kind of thing um, because you still have these little huts. You don't have the um, how, how, how shall I put that? You don't have the um, the very the charm. You have the charm on the one hand side, of course, because of all these beautiful old towns sure. uh, with the half timbered houses or um, houses from the uh, from the eighteenth, nineteenth century. Um, and in the big towns, you sometimes have that, but sometimes you don't even have these little huts there. In sometimes you have tents and all that. That's not kind of the real. It's of course it's it's a kind of Christmas market, but <laughs> not the real feel of a Christmas market with these little huts, nicely with nice ornaments on them. And I think it's just the coziness of the. Um, the smaller towns with the uh, small um, um, squares and everything that gives it the charm.
0: And of course, uh, you know, we have mostly Americans who listen to this, but, uh, you know, Christmas is a bigger deal. And I guess Christian countries, of course. Do you get uh, many tourists from, say, like Asia and stuff coming to these markets to, to see them? um yes we do of course um because it's um it's for them also growing? kind
1: of a, a new thing it's a once in a lifetime yeah, yeah, experience yeah. for most of them as well and um yeah and and i think it's also like um the the christmas idea of giving and being together i think everybody loves that so, right? yeah
0: so give me the name of some of the towns that you represent, are you nice enough to bring a map? But I will, I will butcher the pronunciations. I'm yeah, sure. that, that, that's fine. So I, th- <laughs> I think the most I know Augsburg. Mo- okay, yes, I think
1: I think the most known of my destinations are probably Heidelberg. Everybody kind sure. of knows Heidelberg about the castle um, atop the hill there. Um, especially in the south, many people might know. If you are, um, if you like um, river cruising, you might have heard about Regensburg, um, Heidelberg, of course. As I said, Copelands is a famous spot on the cruise line. Um, but uh, there is also Potsdam, which is right next to Berlin, um, yeah, for the people from L.A., it's kind of the Beverly Hills uh, for, <laughs> for that, uh, for, for, for the Berlin area. Um, 17 beautiful castles there. So, yeah. yeah, some of them are probably known like Freiburg in the Black Forest. Uh, the Black Forest area is pretty known uh, with Americans. So I guess that's, um, right, these yeah. are some of the uh, of these 17 cities that I just mentioned. And I know um,
0: Rostock way up north only because of football.
1: Yes, Hansa Rostock, (laughs) Rostock. that's true, Hansa Rostock, that is totally true. But but again, um, if you are a uh, cruise person who likes uh, cruises, um, that's right on the Baltic, that's where some cruises leave, or at least stop. Um, So yeah, that's all like... um, with the older folks who still know that there was a West German and an East German, they part. Um, there we, I also represent
0: Bonn. So, uh, oh, yeah. Bonn,
1: the former capital of Germany.
0: Okay. Have you seen, and I am one of those older people that know, okay, r- okay. remember <laughs> that.
1: I, I was also born when the war was still there. So well, my first trip to
0: Europe, I've, I've said this many times on the show, was, because, was in 89. And I, I stayed yes. in West Berlin. I was already born in 89. Okay. So the summer, In the summer of 89, I stayed in West Berlin and i didn 't know at the time it was the mm-hmm. last year of the wall, and so no, we we, we I, all didn 't know
1: we all didn 't know, yeah, yeah, right. didn't know.
0: <laughs> and I stayed with a guy who grew up there in, in his apartment, and he I asked him flat out, he, "Do you think this wall is ever mm-hmm, coming really? down and he mm-hmm. said nah i don 't see it <laughs> and then
1: six months later i 'm watching the television <laughs> yeah, <right. and> <laughs> because it. I, I guess everybody was so used to it okay now it 's there, okay yeah, well, yeah it is. Yeah. it
0: is what it is, but and you know, and I tell young people now, I mean history changes very. Quickly, it So does. you were a kid. I mean, I don't know. I, how much I was you were... a kid, so I was born '84. So okay. I, so
1: I, I kind of knew it, but again, I was five when the when the right. wall came down. But and Big then events again, I was, like that,
0: you remember though. I, mean.
1: I remember a little bit, but the thing is, so I, I I was born in Trier on the border to Luxembourg, France, France oh, okay. and Belgium. So I Way was very far away okay. from yeah. Berlin. <laughs> like Paris, is, Paris is closer to me from for, for uh, from being from Trier than Berlin uh, to. Uh, to Paris, it's just, uh, by car, it's just like four hours, and if I'm driving to Berlin, it's six hours. So, uh, yeah.
0: Do you remember your parents' reaction, or what they think of it, and what do they think of it now as, looking back? I think... We, we were
1: so far west that it even yeah. didn't bother us because we were so far <laughs> from the border so I, I, my mom told me that she was uh, over in, in East Germany for once in her lifetime wow so it's like okay yeah but you didn't have family no no uh, we, we didn't have family there. okay yeah I did a little bit of genealogy uh, actually but uh, yeah <laughs> I'm in my seventh generation now and we're, I'm still in this town where wow. I was born so I'm always saying okay maybe I have a little Roman in me because Tria was founded by the Romans 70 before Christ well the Romans so <laughs> ruled all that they ruled, all point. That. they ruled all that and i thought i think maybe i have a little italian in me sure. know. who knows <laughs> who knows
0: um but i noticed the you know some of the towns that you represent are in the former east germany and i remember when it did fall they were much poorer than the west have they caught up in terms of say the infrastructure and the hotels and everything else
1: oh yeah definitely definitely okay. um Driving on the autobahn, for example, in the east, it's mostly much nicer than in the west because the autobahn newer. is not that old yeah. in, in the <laughs> west. So, but they are, of course, they are maintaining it everywhere. Sure. Um, then the uh, old towns, of course, they were they they weren't really destroyed. They were already there, but um, the GDR, the German Democratic Republic, by that time, wasn't very good in maintaining things, um, and so the old towns, when um, the wall came down, were pretty. Bad. Pretty bad. So, uh, but the thing is, um, with all the money coming in from, uh, from everywhere to rebuild uh, the German nation, um, yeah, they, pretty fig- they, they fix it pretty well. It's okay. beautiful. And it's, the it's, rail
0: will cover And everything. the rail will
1: cover everything anyway. So um, all my cities are connected with the train uh, mm-hmm. very easily. Also with the high-speed train in Germany, which is great because it's... Um, on that part, it's 100% running on um, uh, uh, green energy, uh, sustainable energy, which is great. And, uh, yeah, it gets you everywhere easily. Yeah. And uh, especially for people flying into Frankfurt or Berlin, you can easily take the train because the, the, tra- the train station is directly in the airport. Oh. So you don't yeah. even have to go downtown. So, of course, if you, yes. you want to stay in Los Angeles. Wanna, yeah, yeah, Gee. yeah.
0: There you go. What a pain. <laughs> it's, it must be depressing to come to America and see the mess our train system is and
1: it is, it is very different so i only took a train the once point? i have to say oh uh, my in, in the states which was from uh, new york to uh, downtown manhattan
0: oh from so, the airport yeah the from th- the airport okay well yeah. that's a different yeah it's you run the a different subway thing. yes that's ooh true. boy yeah. yeah that's yeah, yeah. But you know, it's, it always shocks people when they go to you know places like Germany and they go throughout Europe or Japan or something, and then they take the high speed rail and they're going, "Oh, this is amazing! Why don't we have this?" And it's like, "Yes, it's a good question, and that's a that's a whole different show." But uh, we could talk for hours of why we don't. Oh but. yes, true, true.
1: <laughs> Although I actually think like the one in uh, Florida now that is oh the bright, just yeah, started, the bright line, yeah, the bright line that just started. I think they're trying the first good. Move and a first start in the right direction, but it's
0: not fast enough.
1: It's not, might might be not fast enough. That's yes. true. Like if you so 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 trains in Germany are running on three hundred kilometers an hour, the fastest. Um, but if you see the Japanese ones that are going like four hundred, wow. five hundred. So or, cool. I've also been to Shanghai once. Oh, you and did. Took the. Um, Oh, the I've never done that. Magnetic rail there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, run, that, that was kind of scary when it touches the 400, <laughs> but oh well, yeah.
0: we <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Well, we're going to uh, a celebration today over at the at Union Station. Yes, that's right. So, uh, is this to promote rail travel throughout Germany? It's on the one hand side, of course,
1: about rail travel, but also um, promoting the smaller, lesser known destinations. Because we all know everybody knows Berlin, everybody knows Munich, everybody knows Oktoberfest, and the castles, uh, and, and the and castles, and all that. Sure. Um, But that's why I love my job so much. And that's why I'm with this company already for so long. Because, um, yes, I, and even myself, I am not a big city person. I'm like, I I love living in smaller uh, destinations, smaller towns. Mm -hmm. Like, so my cities are between 100,000 and 300,000 inhabitants, uh, while Munich and Berlin are over a million already. So um, I, I love working for these smaller destinations because it's, as I said, again, it's, I'm always saying the real Germany um <laughs> but, but but it's kind of the thing because um that's where where you can meet people where you can sit down in yeah. a bar if you want to and really talk to people and don't have foreigners around you mm-hmm. or going to Oktoberfest everybody loves Oktoberfest I've oh, been sure. once in my lifetime but there are so once many, is enough there are so many <laughs> tourists nowadays there are so many tourists so I'm I, I, I love the city I'm living in now is called Würzburg in northern Bavaria they already they have two beer festivals a oh, year wow. So they, and they even open the beer fest season every year although it's within a wine country yes there is okay. also wine in Bavaria <laughs> but they already start in March and if you go there it's really just locals you don't see many tourists there and that's what I really enjoy um, especially if you are a traveler and not a tourist yes. <laughs> you should definitely go to the smaller uh, destinations in Germany and again it's like these cities were even there or founded like my hometown Trier that I was talking about was founded 16 before Christ or 17 before Christ sorry about <laughs> that um, by the Romans so this is one of the oldest cities it's the oldest city that we have in Germany so yeah mm-hmm.
0: what is the industry in your area, what was founded? Is it uh, out of mining or uh, farming? What was the the main business? The
1: main business of, of Trier, you yeah, mean, yeah, 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 your no, hometown. No, no, that that was actually uh, the. Uh, it should be a um, how do you say a backhold something for the uh, for the border protection to the to the German tribes. Oh. Uh, when the Romans founded, Okay then they have um, because the Rhine um, is about. An hour and a half nowadays by car. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> um, away from uh, so Trier was one and a half hours, or is still at one and a half hours away from the Rhine at Copelands, where the Moselle River and the Rhine River meet. Um, and so they needed something a little bit back from the um, from the frontier to, <laughs> to where they can put all their stuff and all their. Um, um, all their offices to, to, okay. to, to rule all that like a warehouse like, kind of, kind of, <laughs> kind of like a warehouse but they actually um, they actually founded it as a city like not all the other ones that were founded like um, uh, military camps okay so and that's something that's why Trier is allowed to call itself the oldest city in Germany oh well and they
0: proudly say it. I'm oh, sure. they proudly say it, of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when, when, yeah, when I was born, eighty-four, they celebrated uh, two thousand years of history of Oh my Kittoria. gosh!
0: Yeah, so I've been to the uh, Munich Oktoberfest. As you go, you go once. Yeah, you know, there was enough uh, for me. Yeah.
1: And that's fine, of course. Yeah, it, uh, it's, it, it's an amazing experience, of sure, course. But um, I, I, I had fun
0: there too, of course. Yeah, but if I want to get, uh, but the one problem was I didn't realize that I didn't. I should have made reservations at yes. these beer halls, yes. the, the tents, and I couldn't get in anywhere. Yeah, but really, I had to sneak into one. Um, but uh, so, are, are the smaller town uh, festivals, and Oktoberfest, are they more accessible to? People who want to buy a ticket. Or yes, something? yeah,
1: you, you, you can do both. So I would say if you are a larger group, like of six, seven, eight, ten people, I would reserve a table. You can reserve a table, but you do not have to reserve a table because there is always space um, where the um, owners of the, of the tents say, okay, this is not re- you can't reserve this area. This is really like a free flow. Um, section so people can come in and have party Um, especially when 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 the um, uh, the beer festival starts in the beginning the older people come they want to sit right want to sit maybe for an hour for two listen have fun and and then then go again before the the big before the party young starts, Before the big party starts. <laughs> yeah. and everybody's standing on the beer benches sure. having fun. So, yeah, that is, um, that, uh, there is always an area that you can go to uh, where you do not have to reserve
0: Give your me day. your three favorite small towns for Oktoberfest.
1: Uh, for an Oktoberfest-like feeling, it's all three in Bavaria that I represent, which would be Würzburg in northern Bavaria, um, on the Main River, um, Regensburg on the Danube, which is very beautiful, just an hour outside of uh, Munich. And one other is very close to what, what, what you already <laughs> have visited, Augsburg, which mm-hmm. is just uh, 30 minutes outside of um, Munich. And all of them have uh, a beer festival two times a year. Two times a year. Yes, they do two times a year. Oh, great. So, um, as I said, uh, Würzburg, Würzburg is in March. Um, Regensburg and Augsburg uh, will have one in May. And also in August slash September, always depending on, of course, every time, timing. And we have one more in July in uh, Würzburg, which is actually celebrating soon. It's 1,000 years wow. in the going. Yes. Wow. Even older than Oktoberfest, which is only 200 years old. So, How yeah.
0: many people would come to say these like, 10,000 or something? Um,
1: no, we have um, over 100,000 going oh, to these places. So, but it, it's, it's, it's not like the, the huge, huge, huge tents that you have on the Oktoberfest. It's like the more cozy, right, cute right. little tents. Um, and most of them, one or two tents only. But that is enough because it's not, like the, it's not that well known, which is great. So it's not overflown with people.
0: Yeah. The only thing you worry about in, in smaller towns is, is hotel rooms. Oh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to worry about that. That's fine. That's <laughs> no? Fine. Okay. No, they no, can no. handle it's, it's, the capacity.
1: Let's, let's put it that way. So my cities are still um, not overrun by international chains which on the one hand side is great, but on the other hand side um, it's sad because I know many uh, want to redeem points or something for overnight stays or have a loyalty program with, for example, Intercontinental or um, Marriott yeah. and so on and so on, whatever Hilton. whatever name there is out there <laughs> where you can have a loyalty, loyalty program with. So, um, yes, but, but again, I do have four five-star hotels in my destinations. Um, so if you go direct and book it on... The platforms that we all know um, mm-hmm. or if you go through a travel advisor um, they will be happy to assist you with that of course
0: so your site is just information you don't do any booking or, or no so i i am plans.
1: working with two operators um and even um so if also travel advisors are listening to this podcast which <laughs> i think they do uh, i also work with uh, on sites or local dmcs in germany depending on whatever so, so there are different directions uh you can book A room in my destination, like our friend uh, Sandra. Yes, like our friend Sandra that you (laughs) talked to
0: already. Tour company.
1: Yes, correct. Specializing, she's uh, she's definitely one to go to for the smaller destinations because she loves to combine the bigger cities that people know and usually have on their bucket list, of course. um, Combining that with smaller destinations um, because most of the time when um, when I talk to her, she says, "Okay, what what do they remember?" Most of the time, they say the smaller destinations because you have heard so much about the big destinations. You have a picture in your head, what you're going to see, what you're going to do, because you are prepared for that usually, and then everybody's, of course, everything is fine, but then there is something uh, um, uh, not suspected, yeah, unsuspected, no, with the smaller ones um, that you, when you go to, because you don't have
0: a picture in your head, and then you're surprised, okay, wow, that's pretty cute, that's pretty nice there. (laughs) Is it harder in Germany to get people north i mean i guess south would be more accessible and yes, easier to get correct. to correct i'm 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 always thinking
1: maybe it Is from the times after the World War when we had the when when we had the occupation of the uh, Allies with, um, with being with uh, the Americans being only in the south. Yeah. Uh, The west was French. The north was British. And then the east was we know all that um, was (laughs) uh, was Russian. So I'm always thinking maybe maybe that is part why um, Southern Germany is so well known by the Americans because. Many guys were stationed there, yeah. um, and they traveled around there. So, but yeah, but the north is always
0: hard to sell, I have to say, which
1: is, which is a pity because uh, it's beautiful up there, it's, and it's so different from the south.
0: Yeah, a lot of times when people they say they've been up to the north, it's usually off a cruise ship, like a right, Baltic cruise right, or something. Yeah. Um, and also the south is just, you know, it's just easier to get to from Italy or wherever you're coming from. You know, right, and, 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 all and all the backpackers. And-, and also
1: the disaster with the Berlin Airport that we... Should never talk about anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, so Frankfurt and Munich are. The, where the airlines usually go. So yeah. Berlin um, hasn't, doesn't have that many direct connections yeah. to uh, the states, which is sad because you can blame Lufthansa. For I this. can I can blame <laughs> Lufthansa. I can I can blame every airline actually. So I can also blame United and uh, American.
0: Yes. For they're, that. they're based out of Frankfurt, right? So <laughs> yes, so yes. They're, they're all flights always go
1: through Frankfurt. Yeah, and 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 I, and I can see that because um, it's mostly business travel, of course. That's going to Frankfurt and um oh, no, no, not, not going, but it's of course leisure travel goes there too, but mm-hmm. um, the airport itself it's pretty
0: like business airport, I guess right when I when I picture like northern cities, I just picture these. Cold shipping ports. <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> like Rostock sounds yeah. to be like a cold shipping so port. So like,
1: like, like Rostock or Lübeck that I also um, represent uh, in the north. Um, it's it's so different up there. Of course, you have the port. Yeah, you course, are at but. the sea. You have the port. Um, but you have these, um, these houses that are built from brick Gothic, uh, built in the time of the brick Gothic. So you have these uh, beautiful buildings, especially when it comes to uh, sunset it looks like they are glowing. It's so beautiful. The the the, the, the colors, the different varieties of red you see um, on the uh, on the houses. It's just beautiful.
0: Wow, yeah, no, yeah. it sounds great. Uh, obviously... Especially
1: when you're at the beach. Yes, there are <laughs> beaches in Germany.
0: <laughs> what is the beach like up there? I mean, it's got to be like three months of... Yes, correct. But, yeah, yeah. the water yeah, I, I don't have to
1: say much more. It's, it's happened the know that
0: it's pretty cold, but Woo. in the in, the, in the summer month, all
1: the Germans go up there to uh, to take uh, their vacation up there because uh, beautiful white sand, especially on the um, mostly on the um, east uh, side on the Baltic side, because uh, north um, the North Sea um, has a very um, high tide. So, there is always coming in and coming out. And there is also, we call it Watt um, up in the north, which is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Um, It's really hard, it's it's like a a sand that you, um, the um, way we get sucked in, kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, quicksand. So, So, um, (laughs) yeah, I would always say um, if you want to do a little beach bumming in Germany, um, it's going to be the
0: Baltic Sea. Are you seeing more tourists from? Say uh, America coming now, uh, or has it? In in general, or are we still talking about North? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh yes, definitely. So, um, why I am here in the States promoting these destinations is um, because it's the um the highest number of overnight stays comes from the Americans mm-hmm. so when it comes to uh, uh, I'm always uh, telling people in, in Germany that too because um, the uh, usually the Dutch are the ones that bring the most overnight stays in Germany mm. so um, yeah they love our country which is <laughs> of course on the one hand side it's easy for them it, of it's course. kind of the kind of this of course it's not the same language but we do kind of understand each other um, when we speak slowly so I think um, <laughs> they, they they like it and um, they don't have to go for like uh, my area where I was born in Trier on the Moselle River, uh, we have a lot of camping grounds and the Dutch love camping, sure. as we all know. Um, and basically. But, 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 but uh, funny, funnily enough, that actually switched. I have more and more people now from uh, Dutch people that sleep in hotels, so uh, which <laughs> is great. But coming back to the Americans, uh, to you to, uh, as to Americans, um, yes, it's the biggest number in my destinations and uh, yeah, that's why I'm catered definitely to the United States and um, uh, tell everybody about it here in the states, uh, because yeah, and they are lovely people. I have yeah. to say well, they 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 are very kind. They are very they are very um, how do you say that? Um, they want to know stuff. Uh, they want to get to know the destination. Yeah. So they are uh, they are usually uh, doing a guided tour through the destination. Um, they have questions
0: they ask, and I like that. I think in, in U.S. they've always said the number one. Uh, ethnicity for like heritage i think german we can all find some kind of german heritage yes in-
1: I, I don't know i've i read it i've read it a few few weeks ago that there was um a uh, a poll um, when the states were founded that something like one vote was one one vote more was for english as the um, <laughs> official language in uh, in the states and uh, not german because we were so many
0: coming here oh yeah, yeah absolutely do you find many people going back trying to find their um, families, yeah, hometowns. Yes. Since
1: about since about the last ten years, probably plus the two years pandemic. <laughs> well, we're right. skipping these two we'll years. We skip those two. Yeah, years. We, we skip those. Um, <laughs> that's actually yes, definitely the, the genealogy part of it um, is a big thing. And um, a few years ago, like ten, fifteen years ago, I can't remember exactly. Um, which is not one of my cities that I represent, but in Bremen, in northern Germany, uh, that's the port where most Americans, where, um, most Germans went through to emigrate to the states. Oh. Oh, right. They have a museum there now, um, partnering with Ancestry.com. Um, also, um, where they because they have all the names that went through that port. Um, so they um, partnered with Ancestry.com, and they have a museum there now as well—a very well-made museum about the German emigrants going to the states.
0: Oh right, and yeah. then you go to Ellis Island and see their names again. Yes, <laughs> correct, correct, yeah, yeah. that's the everybody, everybody had to go through. So yeah, yeah. Um, so. Um, one last thing on the pandemic, though. Sure. Have, have things come back all 20, like 24-7, everything's back up and running? It's back a- everything's back.
1: And, and there is one thing, I think, especially for the Americans uh, that they like very much that came up during the pandemic. You can pay kind of everywhere now with your credit card. That, that was very difficult before the pandemic because we were really holding on to our... The cash. The cash thing <laughs> in Germany. Um, and now you can even go to the bakery and pay your bread roll uh, or your yeah. pastry that you buy with your credit card. So yeah, you should always have... Some cash on yeah. you, uh, but tell that you to young people. Yes. They don't even carry. Yeah, it yeah that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm paying now everything with my with my watch. I'm yeah. I don't know. It's exactly like, sometimes. Sometimes I'm I'm also seeing um, that I don't even have cash on me. But yeah, and that that's kind of a nice thing because there was always something when I talked to people before pandemic. Oh, how much money shall I um, withdraw before
0: I come to Germany? Now I can mm. say, oh, don't worry about that. Right. Well, we know in the euro zone, Germany is kind of the big. You know, engine, yes, economic yes. engine. There, there. Are. Um, are you seeing? Uh, I don't know how the economy is mm. doing, as compared to everybody else. I know I mean, it's certainly it's, better than Italy or something like that. Yes, <laughs> it's, gonna,
1: it's it's a, it's kind of always better than the south, uh, of usually, sure. um, and more expensive. Europe.
0: I'm assuming for the traveler. Of course, yeah, yeah. Okay. Especially, especially when it comes to Italy,
1: I think the prices in Italy are currently just going crazy. Yeah,
0: which is sad because it's such a nice, it's such an amazing country. Oh yeah. So, what are the, would be uh, the difference in, a, say, a hotel price in one of your smaller towns as opposed to, say, Munich or Berlin?
1: Yeah, so it, it all, of course it all depends on the time and uh, yeah. if there is a, a fair or a workshop or a conference going on, of course. And how many stars you want. And in how your many hotel. stars, of course, <laughs> you want. Um, so, um, I would say, I would say the, um, like an average would be like 100, 120. Okay. That would be like an average. Um, if you, it would be more like 120 euros. I'm talking about euros, not, not dollars, mm-hmm. which is kind of we'll the same, which is kind of the same <laughs> at the moment anyway. So, um, so yeah, I would say 120, 134, four star plus, um, starting at 120, 140, mm-hmm. um, average usually. And for, um, yeah, like two or three star hotels, we, we, we have amazing two star hotels, which, are not known in the States, although one of them, one of these chains that we have in Germany just opened a hotel in uh, um, New York. So uh, maybe, and it's only two star in Germany, but it's, it's, I would call it a Boutique budget hotel, yeah. we call it. But a
0: two star in Germany is almost like a three star here. That's true. A lot That's of the true. times, and yeah. you know, every country is different. Yeah. I've been to a what they call a four star hotel in India, mm. and I'm telling you, yes. <laughs> but for our sure. levels, it, it was not four star. And, you know. and
1: and then also the other way around. It's like so. Uh, so many of the American brands came to Germany. Uh, like, let's 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 uh, take Best Western for example. The Best Western hotels here are okay. Yeah. Um, so it's a total difference in 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 Germany. They are great there. Like, they have um, different levels there. So, Best Western Plus or Best Western Premier. If you go to a Best Western Premier, it's, it's like an amazing InterContinental, like an amazing Indigo. Something oh, wow. Like okay. that, or, or Marriott or so. Um, or like... Um, a, a, a kind of new chain for Germany, which is Super Eight, which is very well known sure. here. Which is not <laughs> budget. It's a the budget best hotel. hotel, but
0: it's a, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a bed.
1: Um, which is again in Germany, like a, I would call it again a boutique budget hotel because <laughs> it's all new. It's brand new. It has the new styling, uh, like the, the the Scandinavian style sure. thing going on. And yeah, they are great. Okay. But 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 that's. I think it's always a problem for. Come, Americans coming to
0: Germany and saying, "I'm not staying at a Super, Super Eight, yes. right? So where are we yeah. in Cleveland? Yeah. Okay. The. Uh, so if you usually tell people, is the best time to go? I mean, generally in a lot of places, the shoulder seasons, the spring and the fall. I'm assuming the prices go up in July and August. everywhere Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, okay. yes. Correct.
1: So yeah, uh, I, I always I always say shoulder season because on the one hand side, it's not that warm. Uh, because the, the last the last years we, we, we see the temperatures rising especially in cities um, so I'm always saying shoulder season is the best on one hand side it's not that warm it's, al- it's already warm but it's not warm warm it's not the heat um, and the prices are down still and uh, you don't have the crowds Usually, so that, that's why I'm always saying come in March or April, for example, or arrive in October, for example. Um, you, you, you don't have the snow yet or anymore.
0: Um, you have nice weather and the beer gardens are already open. So why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, still open. Yeah. Are any of these uh, destinations are known for... Are there good ski destinations? Um, not really, because skiing in Germany is more like a south the west, on the Alps. Down here, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pointing, it, 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 as yeah. if you guys can hear me, yeah. like, point.
1: Yeah, so it's rather the border to, um, uh, to, um, uh, to Switzerland and Austria, where the yeah, big ski the big, the big mountains are, are, the big yeah. mountains are, yes. Okay. But, so uh, I'm, I'm kind of like when when you say for, again Augsburg, which is the closest to the Alps, I would say, um, yeah, you can stay there and then take the train to go. But again, if if you really want to do the skiing, you usually stay where you just ski. Just go to Switzerland. So, yeah, just, yeah. Or just go to Switzerland or Austria. Yeah, um, and then combine it with a trip to Germany afterwards. Of course,
0: of course. Uh, so, are you? Where do you see the future headed with? Um, I always bring this up to people in your line mm-hmm. of work on the social media. You've seen a lot since 2010, or whenever you started. Uh, it's changed a lot.
1: It it has changed, but I but I think it's coming uh, back, especially after the pandemic. That people traveled so much before the pandemic that they saw the world, they experienced the world, and they see okay, there is so much to see and do in this world that I still want to travel. So I think travel it's not then that, that's, that's a harsh <laughs> word but um, yeah it's it's pretty it's doing pretty good and uh, I think people will travel especially for the reason that um, technology is um, evolving and um, helping us in marketing as well to marketplaces better um, and on the other hand side um, when, when, when all the AR stuff, the, uh, art, uh, the, the AI stuff and the AR stuff, like VR and AR started, I always thought, oh, now people don't travel anymore. But then, but then I thought, oh, but they want to see it with their own eyes. They want to experience it and they want to touch it. And yes. I don't know. So I think, yeah, it, it will come back and we will travel
0: Virtual reality, as good as it will get, will never be the same as actual reality. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I hope think so. I, I certainly
1: I, hope. I, I, I hope so too, because it, it's, <laughs> that's my business bringing yeah. people to Germany. So if they stay at home and do their stuff there, but yeah, but I think the the part, the part which is most important, is. Um, now with um, having home office all the time, we don't see that many people anymore. So I think that is also one part why people might want to travel and even maybe with a small group of family um, to bond again and to feel that again. And I think that's what travel might be for as well in the future, bonding with your close ones again,
0: maybe. Do you have to go to these small cities, smaller cities, yeah. and convince the local leaders that tourism is a good thing? Do they ever fight back and go, hey, we don't want it to be crowded. We don't want a lot of outside people. I think
1: come. hopefully these times, or I think these times are over because um, when we started, tourism was still like, okay, if, if, if there is no industry here, yet, then we do tourism. Okay, okay, well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but, but nowadays, they see because... Um, um, also, also we as uh, tourism or who work in tourism evolved as well because we also say, okay, hey, look, so um, tourism usually is a very, it's, it's not only the hotel that you see and it's not only the bed that you book. It's, it's, it's all around it. It's the bakery that um, gives the, the bread rolls every morning to, uh, um, to, to the hotel or if there is a uh, um, uh, the people who wash the, the things, if you go shopping and all that. There is much more to tourism than just sleeping in a hotel. It's, it's all of that.
0: Yeah, and yeah. you convince them that everybody wins. You know, the restaurants will make yes, money.
1: Yes, we, we, we all win in the end. And um, that's also why we decided as a company that we don't want more and more and more and more overnight stays. We say, okay, we want to have value out of each stay so um that's and that's that's, another thing it's a good thing because everybody should um in this whole um chain of people working together should um should get something out of people staying in our
0: destinations okay well let's talk about you personally now we'll get to know you yes please get to know sasha uh have you ever lived outside of germany
1: uh, yes. So I, so my first experience, out, my, my first longer experience outside of Germany uh, was probably my year. Um, my, um, nowadays, it's probably called sabbatical. Uh, <laughs> but um, it was right after school when I thought, okay, I'm not sure what I want to do, if I'm going to study, if I'm doing an apprenticeship. I don't know. Let's see. Okay. Um, so I'm going to Australia and New Zealand for ah, one year. It's a good choice. Uh, it's, 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 it's not really... Yes, I kind of lived there, but still like traveling to live as well um, because it's uh, in the former days it was much easier because nowadays it's a little bit more uh, tricky to get a work and travel visa for these destinations. So I started in uh, Christchurch actually in New Zealand uh, with my trip, although it, it, wasn't for, it was not for a reason because I already knew people there, so <laughs> it was easy. for got to first touchdown in uh, Christchurch and I thought, okay, then I start easy with that and uh, I traveled and worked my way around New Zealand for three months before I took the plane from Auckland to Sydney and uh, traveled around um, and worked my way around uh, Australia for another eight months. Working doing what? Um, y- <laughs> So, um, the one so in Hobart, in Hobart on Tasmania, I picked cherries and pruned apples trees, okay. and um, I've been to Berry, which is in southern uh, Australia near Adelaide. Um, there was working in a enterprise who was working on um, what's it called oranges. Oh. Okay. So I yeah you're working in the field picking, picking? Uh, no I'm I was I was oh actually there was one more true I was picking uh, nectarines yes. <laughs> wow okay <laughs> oh apricots yeah did you I, have I to sleep on the farm yes we slept on the farm because uh, you always get a um, a bed there which where, where you have to pay for it but it's a really small amount that you have to pay so it was fine but then you have to buy yourself uh, drinks and uh, food and all that stuff so it was it was always great um, getting together with these all the people from around the world uh, working for the farmers uh, and then in the evening we always had party, beer and so on, of course.
0: (laughs) uh, So there were a lot of younger people like you traveling around? Yes, there were were a lot
1: of younger people so I I met people that I'm still kind of friends with, Facebook friends as we all know, um, from Ireland, uh, from the States actually, from Canada. Uh, um, I'm still uh, in contact with a girl from uh, Japan. She actually now is living in Germany, married to a German. In northern Germany, and she loves it. <laughs> wow! Okay, sure. Yeah, but the trains are too slow for her. The,
0: the, yes, <laughs> of course, and not and not
1: always on time like the Japanese
0: are. <laughs> yeah, All right. What did you learn on that first trip? You know, it was a long stay abroad. Did it change you in some way? Oh, I I think it changed me
1: definitely. My mom told me that I became more self-confident for that because if you always lived with your parents and that is the first step out of the nest, (laughs) so to say, um, yeah, my mom said it changed me. Uh, I, I... kind of is it the right way to put it to crew a little bit through that travel and also um that helped me very much to uh be on the one hand side again more self-confident but also um organ i was organized better before it was like okay yeah well we're going to school and all that everybody yeah you you have your life fixed and then when you go somewhere else for one year it's like okay mm, mm, okay i need to uh get my finances straight how much (laughs) Can I afford? How much can't I afford? Because then I have to work again, of course. Oh, Damn yeah. it. <laughs> um, and how much money do I need to travel now for, let's say, two or three weeks again uh, before I. So it's all the organization part, I guess. And also, um, yeah, living a life on my own as well and not with my parents. And yeah, I think that definitely helped me. Crew into the person that I am, now I am. Oh, so that was about a year and a half? Uh, no, one year. Oh, one year. Yeah, I think 11 months and, oh. and a half or something. I can't remember. But it, it wasn't exactly 12 months because um, then when I flew, I, I flew home Two um, weeks earlier to surprise my parents. Aww, so that's yes, fun! Yeah, because then they haven't seen me for one year. Of course, we and then during that time we didn't have iPhones, and so it was <laughs> I really had to buy a card for the phone oh, the to phone go card. to the phone booth and uh, punch the, in the code. That was 2007. Yes, yeah. it was. I that, remember. It I wasn't remember. that long ago, but again, there was no iPhone because it came out in that year. I think 2007. I think the first 2007, iPhone came. Yeah. Uh, the first iPhone came out, um, and of course, no one had iPhones, and no one ever probably thought. <laughs> about just holding the phone in front of you and talking to people on the other side of the world with a video. So, um, yes, I actually, had, so, so she only heard my voice for yeah. one year and not my, not, not, not see my face. Yeah. Did you change? Had you gained weight? Lost weight? Uh, I actually, I, I, I was lucky enough to lose weight. Oh, yeah. Well, you're working in the fields. Yeah, I was working in the fields, <laughs> not eating that well, Your mother's course.
0: Cooking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I'm always eating this. I, I, I always remember that because everybody was eating that, these Chinese noodles, the Chinese you can get in a pack. Oh, the ramen noodles? The ramen noodles that you get in this pack. I'm all, I, well, we were always eating that because they were cheap yep. and, they, and they were filling. And then you, Student get, food. Yeah, student food and all that stuff. So, so, yeah.
0: Did you come back and go to
1: university? or? Did... Uh, in, yes. After that, I went to university okay. um, because I thought, okay, I think I might found out what I wanted to do, although it wasn't what I wanted to do. I found <laughs> out after one and a half years studying it. Um, I studied nutrition. Uh, first, yes, okay. yes. I don't know why now, <laughs> but it's really, <laughs> Noodle, ramen, ramen noodles ramen <laughs> How to make ramen noodles nutritious, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then I started um, learning economic geography. Economic geography. Economic geography. That means um, how companies um, interact with their um, environment, how mm-hmm. also like mergers and acquisitions were part of it, how this works. Um, so it's the economy part which is very focused, of course, on the company, but economic geography is more of the whole picture. How, um, and that it's, it's so, it's uh, on the one hand side, um, e- e- economics, macroeconomics, microeconomics, but then you have also the social part in it, um, how uh, people um, interact with companies and all that, so it's a more broader picture when it comes to just studying economics. How did that lead to the job you have now uh, that's another good question <laughs> it It can have something to do because it's um, um, tourism um, if you study that if you study tourism in Germany, you can also study um, um, tourism uh, geography so it's all of that is kind of interwoven and it is part of um, um, yeah, it is part of geography, and so and it it's part of the um, how do you say that uh, English words? Okay, sorry, <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> I'm getting out of English words <laughs> now. Um, it's it's all it's all economics. Let's put it that way. And okay. so tourism is economics too. So uh, that's how I slide it in there, kind of <laughs> into into tourism. And then I, I I knew people that knew people, and uh, actually I was uh, to 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 begin. Uh, that conversation again I was uh, by apprenticeship I was, I'm a banker actually oh. after school I did an apprenticeship as a banker which I didn't like but I finished it I finished it <laughs> uh, and then I had to do my uh, social slash military year that we ha- have had in Germany <laughs> um, and then I went to Australia and then I studied
0: okay so if you uh, that was your first big trip what are your Dream destinations. What right is on your bucket list that you've never? My been to. my bucket list, of course, of course, Germany always. But yeah, right, well. <laughs> I, I live there. I live there. I travel all the time. So,
1: <laughs> um, my bucket list definitely Japan. I've never been to Japan. I always wanted to go to Japan. Oh, you would love it. Yeah, I'm I'm w- I would love to haven't. go to Tokyo. Uh, yeah. The thing is, so I'm so of course I'm I'm not I'm not working. All over the world, I we have to focus. Everybody has a budget oh, so and you has have to focus the, on. US so territory. We have we, we are U.S. territory and um, uh, um, a market in in Europe is Spain. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, I've, I've never been to Japan. I always wanted to go to Japan because I think on one hand side the people are lovely. I love the food. I met so many Japanese while I was traveling in Australia, and I really enjoyed the company. Um, so it was like
0: okay, I really want to go to their country. I want to really want to visit it. You would love it. Yeah, I think. But uh, you must get. Tours from Japan in in Germany? Oh, we do. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's getting
1: a little bit less because the younger Japanese um, focus more on Australia and the States. Hmm. Um, But the older ones who are still traveling are very fond of Germany. They love Germany on the one hand side because... our mentality is kind of the same we want everything straight efficient efficient and all that stuff Um, But it's clean it's clean it's clean it's it's safe the trains are running sometimes a little bit late but usually they are running (laughs) Um, and uh, of course um, they love our composers oh of course yeah Beethoven, Mozart, oh no, I, yeah. Actually, Mozart is a little bit tricky one because he was born in Austria. Yeah, I was going to say. But... Yes, he was born in Austria, <laughs> but, 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 but. Oh, we have, oh, but. <laughs> there there okay. is a but, there is a but. His Fine father um, is actually um, a, a guy from Augsburg. Oh. So, and during that time, you, uh, and of the, of the city of Augsburg, and during that time when he was born, you um, got the um, nationality of your father. Ah. So, although he was born
0: in Austria, he's kind of technically yeah, a German. <laughs> I will allow it. I will allow it for this meeting. Uh, so, are you getting the big bus loads of Chinese tourists yet?
1: Uh, not yet.
0: Um, <laughs> as we all know, they just kind
1: of opened, um, so, and yeah. I still think they are a little bit. I wouldn't say afraid, but um, you see Chinese people again, but not in big groups at the moment. Right, right. I have to say, I don't know exactly how it looks in Berlin and Munich, but in my destinations, I don't have the big groups at the moment from China. Yeah. Can Russians travel there now? No. Or
0: it's not. It's, it's still, still not. limited. Okay. Um, okay. Now for you. Yes. This is the speed round. Okay. That's good. Uh, are you window or aisle on the plane? Aisle. Ah, me too. Yeah. Right. I, I, it's it's always room, because right? I always want
1: to feel free to move whenever I want to and don't bother other people. Of course, the view usually is nice, but if you've flown once, it's like, okay. Yeah, I' Clouds, I get it. clouds, and if it's clear sky, oh, another city. I have no idea which city it is, but there's another city down there. Okay, well, so I'm, I
0: love Isle. Okay, the craziest thing you've ever... Eat, eaten or drank in another okay, country? Okay, yes. So I was uh, with the
1: university. I was at studying economic geography. Um, we did a field trip to China. Oh, boy. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> we traveled from Shanghai to... Uh, uh, no, sorry. From Beijing to Shanghai to Nanjing and then down to Shenzhen near Hong Kong. And uh, in Peking, I was there two days earlier before that, uh, before we started the tour, and I ate chicken feet chicken which, feet which, which is not for us Europeans it's yeah, kind of yeah. strange to eat chicken it's feet. very common there. and I had a sea urchin sea there. urchin yes mm. it was both let's put it that way an experience that <laughs> I don't have to have again <laughs>
0: have you ever gotten uh, food poisoning or sick somewhere uh, no Oh lucky. No, I'm I'm
1: pretty pretty well a pretty good eater and I yeah it's it's pretty good yeah my <laughs> I, my my stomach can handle a lot.
0: Have they ever said here drink this this is the local Specialty and uh, some insane, awful thing? No, not really. It was just um, a,
1: di- a digester afterwards. Okay. After, yeah, that was... But never special. had something.
0: This is snake venom. With oh, no, alcohol no, no, no. no, no, no. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't went that way, no. Uh, whenever somebody <laughs> passes me a shot of something mm-hmm. in, a stra- in a strange country, I go, hmm, I don't mm, know what, what is that, that, that could that? be. Yeah. True, yeah. No,
1: no, 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 nothing that I can remember or... No.
0: Oh, lucky for you. Yeah. Um, is there... Uh, are you more of a, uh, an active traveler? Do you like to hike do you uh, jump out of airplanes? you bungee, you do that stuff? Or are you more like, I just want to lay down on a I've beach? Done, I've
1: done a bungee jump in, oh, in yeah? New Zealand. In New Zealand, yeah, of there. course. <laughs> <Yeah>. we <We've> all <laughs> got to do I thought, it okay, there. If I do, if I do a bungee jump, I'm going to do the highest bungee jump they have. So I've <laughs> done, 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 done had the highest bungee jump. Um, no, I'm, I'm more of the active one. On the one hand side, of course, hiking. But on the other hand side, as also like, um, especially when I'm in cities, doing city tours. And so I'm not a huge fan of just doing two weeks that lying at the beach and doing nothing I, I'm, I can't do this it's yeah, like okay can. I, can, I can do it one day maybe but <laughs> right. the next day okay what, what is there to do what is there to do I, mm-hmm. I want to experience something yeah I, I'm more the experience driven guy
0: okay yeah. now for a Germany expert yes uh, you may have to take an unpopular opinion here no worries if you could wave your magic wand and say oh why do tourists have to do this in Germany? Why can't they stop doing this? What would that one thing be? Oh, that's oh interesting. Okay, that's an interesting question. <laughs> is there one place to say, oh, they always go there, but gosh, why do they have to? Or is some place in your mind just a little overrated maybe? Just As ooh. I always say, Oktoberfest for me is overrated, yeah.
1: but oh well, that's <laughs> my opinion um, as someone who uh, also knows other things. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm, what, what is that? I think the most... Um, what I would love the world to know that um, what I also get sometimes from travelers is they don't know that we speak English in Germany, I don't know why and I was thinking, you go to Italy, you go to Spain even fewer people there speak English than in Germany, so why are you afraid to travel to Germany or is there maybe that you don't have a picture in mind or something like that, I think the that's a big misconception that we, or what I, what I hear from talking to people, that people
0: think that we do not speak English in Germany. Yeah, yeah of course. But then they think it's, they're always afraid. I yeah. mean, fear is always going to be a part of anything. Always, place. always.
1: Of course, it's, it's, it's another country. It, you have no idea what to yes. do there. It's not your mother tongue that you speak. Of course, if you go to, to the island, to, to Great Britain, of course, of course that's easy. But um, yeah, to Germany. Is there another thing that I'm thinking of? It's, hmm... Berlin taking the... <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge Easter fan of Berlin. Berlin as a as around as around as I'm not a huge bunk. fan of... I, I, love, I, I love Munich, but I don't really like Berlin because um, it's too big for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I already said earlier, I like the smaller places, so... I'm in Berlin once a year, of course, for ITB, International Tourism Fair, in Berlin in March. I'm not staying in Berlin, I have to say. (laughs) I'm staying in Potsdam, which is one of my destinations. And it's actually, depending on where you stay in Berlin, even closer to the fair where I have to go to than uh, some places else. But, of course, I I do get the idea of having an open-minded city that is full of, Possibilities and opportunities. Um, Yeah, but I like it more cozy, I have to say.
0: (laughs) Well, it's interesting now when you see uh, Germany. Uh, the, how much has changed in the last twenty years in oh, yeah. terms of just with immigration mm-hmm. and the diversity yeah. that's yeah, happening? That's I mean, certainly in the cities, but has it gone out to more small towns? Are you finding like you oh, know, yeah, Africans of course, yeah. in the and, small and cities? And, that, and that's also because um, back then, when um, the the
1: the the, 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 uh, the border uh, was open to everyone um, and everybody came in, um, I always said, yeah, it's it's not like everybody's going to Berlin now. It's, it's just one million people that came to our, uh, with, with a big um, um, wave that came in. It was one one million people, but they were um, spread out all over Germany. So it's like, we are 81 million in Germany. What is a, another million? With, now we are 82 million, <laughs> yet, which is okay. Um, but they are spread out all mm-hmm. over. So there are places also in my smaller towns, and I have to say, um, this is also um, why I love my cities. We are also u- university towns. Oh, so okay. there is always something new in my destinations, anyway. So, um, yeah, if there is another. So, what, what I really enjoy is, uh, which I never had before, uh, was Persian food from Syria. Oh. Um, or a, a Syrian food, let's put it that way Syrian food, which now is kind of popping up in Germany, all uh, stores with uh, Syrian food, which I really enjoy. It's great food.
0: So, so all of a sudden, you have good hummus. Yes, <laughs> which we never had before. <laughs> yeah. Great right. pita bread and yeah. hummus and oh, yeah. lovely taboule. Yeah. No, that's not too bad. It's not too bad, I yeah. still say the best uh, kebabs I've ever had were in Germany. Yeah, that's and then, true. That's true. They are, they, are, they are pretty good, I have to say. And the it's, donor kebabs. It's, it's, donor it's kebab. a
1: lifesaver when you went partying, and when you are there at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., have yes. one of the dinner kebabs,
0: you're feeling great the next day. Yeah, in L.A., it's burritos.
1: Oh, burritos. Okay, there <laughs> what, you go. 1 at yeah, 2 in the yeah, morning, Yeah. yeah.
0: Whatever, whatever's handy, but that works. That's true. Oh, they were so good. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to Istanbul, I figure, oh, these are going to be even better. No, mm-hmm. they were better in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I liked them better. Yeah. Um, your f- the your favorite beer in Germany this is a very controversial you know, you're it's, on the record now yeah so. that, that,
1: that's that's fine that's fine it's actually um, the place where I'm living now in Würzburg which is uh, Würzburger Hofbräu um, I would never be able you have to spell that uh, you? Würzburger Hofbräu okay. um, you, 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 know, you know the, you know the, Hof, the Hofbräu from Germany because uh, Hofbräu means it is brewed for the court the people ruled uh, so like the, uh, like the ruler of the time okay, yes yeah. um, yeah, so um, it's Würzburg so Würzburg the city of Würzburg Würzburger if you put an ER at the end it's uh, you know it's from that ah. uh, city so Würzburger Hofbräu is for me one of the best beers that uh, is there um, can you only get it in that town uh, yes, 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 of course, yeah. Oh, no, can it's, you it's, only get it there? It's, you, okay. can, you can, yeah, a, a little bit around of it, of okay. course. Um, and that's another thing with all these um, uh, small batch breweries. We only have small batch breweries, yeah. kind of, in, in Germany. <laughs> but there is also one other one I like. I have to do, I can, I can do two beers. Oh, sure. Yeah, that would be yeah. great, too. Um, I actually like the uh, Altbier in Düsseldorf very much. Alt? Alt. Old. Old beer. Old,
0: okay. Yeah. In Dusseldorf. In Dusseldorf, yeah. Okay.
1: I-A-L-D- Which is not a city that I represent, but I, <laughs> I, I, I like to go to the, to the city. It's, uh, it's a city that I love.
0: A-U-L-D? Uh, uh, A-L-T. A-L-T. Okay. Alt. I would say my pronunciation is terrible. No, oh, no worries. All oh, good. Awful. <laughs> Awful. I can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long are you here for, and then when do you go back home? Uh, I'm going back home tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow. So, Ooh. I'm already
1: here since Thanksgiving.
0: Did you have an American Thanksgiving somewhere? Yes, I did.
1: With a very special. Uh, it wasn't only a turkey. It was a so-called turducken. Oh no, that's A crazy... turducken with a quail in it. With a. <gasps> <laughs> I know and it. It, it was so juicy. It was so juicy. Was it, it was good? Amazing. Okay. It was it was um, I was I'm, I'm just saying cooking for seven hours. So um, yeah,
0: it was it tender. Very busy. Delicious. It Sounds like there's too much there going on there. Yeah, but. It,
1: it's still pretty to
0: look okay. at. <laughs> Was that your first American Thanksgiving? Uh, no, no.
1: It's my fourth, fifth Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. Were yeah. you in the LA area? Were you uh, no, Charlotte area. You were Charlotte? Santra. Okay. Yeah.
0: Do uh, American tourists tend to come from one region uh, to Germany more than others? Like, say, so maybe come from the East Coast? I, I would say the coasts are pretty big yeah.
1: um, the middle yeah Chicago of course Denver yeah I'm from Chicago um, so yeah. I knew we had a big
0: yeah. German population yes. uh, and
1: Milwaukee yeah of course yeah <laughs> I, I, I I, don't even know why they all went up there maybe because of the weather was the same as in Germany I don't know uh, yeah. but I'm, it's not that freezing in Germany like Maybe. that's how I grew up when, 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 the, la- when the lake next to uh, yeah, Chicago lake is Michigan. frozen Ooh. Lake Michigan is frozen yeah, now, yeah, yeah I don't miss especially, that especially the coasts are um, yeah and then again it's easier coming from these airports because they have direct flights and yeah. all that Chicago has a direct flight Denver has direct flights so it's always the further you go from direct flights from, from airports that have direct flights to, to Germany yeah we get less
0: yeah, I'm sure so yeah. you're going to go back it's about 12 hours or something from LAX uh,
1: yes 11, 11 to 12, depending on how much jet stream we can get. Can you sleep on a plane? Are you good? For- uh, no. Yeah, uh, I, can, I, can, I can sleep when I'm in the front. Uh, when I'm lying down, but oh, in a um, nice big seat. That yes, lies of course, down? yes, of course. We can all do that. Yeah, yeah. But um, when I'm in the back, when I'm not lucky enough to get a seat in front, when I'm in the back, I, I and can't you're a big really guy, sleep. so that's... I, I'm a big guy, so I'm always I'm always booking uh, premium economy, and then sometimes I use points to get upgraded to uh, yeah. to business. Uh, but even in premium economy, it's not a it's not a, the nicest experience <laughs> when you fly a red eye. So yeah. yes.
0: We have to talk to the German Tourism Board to get you bumped up to business yes, I, class. Yes, yeah,
1: I, I, I know the people of Lufthansa, so I should talk to them again. Yes. So, guys, I'm representing uh, Germany that people get over to it, and I'm always using Lufthansa as an example to, to fly to Germany. Yes, uh, because, you must Of be course, a, it's a German you, company, so I have to kind of represent it, to You must be an elite uh, platinum flyer or something. Oh, uh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm here in the States like two to three times a year, so I am oh, okay. sometimes make it if I have several flights in in Europe as well that I can have the senator, so the gold status uh, for the ones that are flying Star Alliance. And if not, I'm just a frequent traveler, which has its perks
0: too, but not as good as a gold. What uh, are your favorite places to visit in the U.S. that you've been to. I mean, you um, don't have to say L.A. No, 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 no worries,
1: no worries. I actually, I actually like L.A., I have okay. to say. I like the L.A. because of, um, on, on one hand side, it's easy with the airport. Uh, on the other hand side, it's... Um, um, it's um, a location weather. in... A weather location in uh, California. I do like Boston, okay. I have to say. Um, I enjoyed Denver. I've been to Denver twice already. Um, do I have to say Chicago? Yeah. (laughs) You can. You don't have to, but uh, you know. Yeah. I think these four cities, um, yeah, are on my list, very high up on that list. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, And finally, I always want to ask um, people uh, what you've seen around the world and you've been around Mm -hmm. a lot. How has it changed you uh, travel? How has it changed you as a person? And what have you learned about yourself? I think, the part of
1: the open-mindedness seeing people connecting with people um, trying their food trying their drinks um, they have I think that is an experience everybody should have Um, it broadens your view I guess uh, so to say and yeah I think travel is just something that everybody should do uh, it doesn't have to go far you can travel to Mexico you can travel to the Caribbean from here you don't have to go to, to Europe of course I'm, I'm, of course, I'm yeah. a big fan of people going to Europe <laughs> yeah. of course sure. um, but yeah and don't stay in your resort yes yeah. go out venture out see the people talk to them if you can if not okay well uh, then at least try the food yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, and, and I and, and I just love it. I, I love experience something new and yeah, and it. drink the beer and drink a beer <laughs> of course, and and sometimes wine as I'm cre- as I grew up in a wine region. Oh, of course. So I started drinking wine earlier than beer, but yeah, now living in northern Bavaria, the good thing is I have both now. Is that more of the the white? Yes, Where yeah. You... Um, German reds are okay. Uh, they uh, are definitely not comparable to the ones from Italy or from, and they are usually not um, as heavy as the the ones from uh, Southern Europe. So if you are, if you enjoy a light red wine, then German red wine is fine. But if you are used to like a Barolo or something from Italy, um, yeah, then German (laughs) reds are not for you. But yeah, um, like at least 80, 85% something are whites in Germany. Yeah. Yes.
0: If, um, now we can get your, your promotion in. So where can people find you? Is there a website people yeah. can go to? What is yes, that? Yes, there is a website that people can go to. It's called historicgermany.com.
1: Um, so, and uh, we have information about every city on there. Uh, we have pictures to look at, videos to look at. Um, I have a YouTube channel, Instagram channel, um, all historic Germany. Always, it's always the same, historic Germany. Um, and uh, yeah,
0: that's where you can find us. Perfect, Sasha. Thank you for doing this. Thank you, Mike. And let's have a party over at the train station. Yes, we should. Let's okay. go. Wonderful. <laughs> okay, cheers. Prost. Prost. Thank you. Thank you.